Hi, this is Sierra with Sierra Chats Podcast. Today, I have Joe Hodson as a guest of mine on the official ever first episode of Sierra Chats Podcast. Let's chat. Welcome to the conversation. How are you doing, Joe? I am incredible. And I have a hypothetical for you. No. Yes. Different one. Okay. His hypotheticals are not great, but let's, let's hear it. Would you rather eat? You have 24 hours to eat a human sized bean or a bean sized human. I have 24 hours to eat a human sized, Mm -hmm. a bean that is the size of a person. Yeah. So 200 pounds of bean. Or one sentient human the size of a bean. And you know them. I'm not a a cannibal. I am not a cannibal. So I would take the 24 hours to try to um, eat this human-sized bean. But that doesn't mean I have to eat it all. Yeah, you do. You have to eat it all in 24 hours. Or you die. Fine. Do I have to add steaks? I would try, I would do the eating the bean because I'm not a cannibal. I am not a cannibal. But it's just, um... yeah, but it's a, it's, no, it's a human. No, we don't eat people. What if, what if you met them before and you don't like them that much? No. But 200 pounds of bean, Sierra, is a lethal amount of bean. I know. I would work at it for 24 hours. Excuse me. You can't eat 200 pounds of food in a day. That's impossible. I know, I know, but I would work at it for twenty four hours. So you would and die. see what happens. And then you if would I would perish, I would perish. Popping. I would die. God. Yes, man. I refuse to eat a eat a person, man. It's given so, um what's the Dahmer guy? What's his name? Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer. <laughs> yeah, no. No. Dude, I got a I got a tattoo recently and my tattoo artist was on some crazy conspiracy <laughs> and he starts going within five minutes of meeting this guy. He's going off about like all sorts of like the typical flat earth, like all the boring conspiracies. And then he's like, yo, I just watched a video, dude. And in this video, it showed that all the meat that we get from the store and from every restaurant and everything is human meat. He's like, they put, they put human protein in some bucket and they grow a human steak or whatever the hell. And I'm just like, uh, he's like, we're all cannibals. If you think about it, they're using it to mind control us and shit like that. So obviously I leaned in and I kept him talking, but that was the most uh, fun tattoo experience I ever had. And then he brought in tamales. He gave everybody food that his grandma made in the tattoo shop. He was okay. a cool guy. Well, that's, that's <laughs> great. I would have very much been um, second guessing the fact that I'm getting a tattoo from this person hey, it was but already it was already too late at that point it was too late at that point did it turn yeah. out right uh yeah it i don't know if you can that, see it it says um tattoo.jpg uh, oh it's that's inverted. very creative i like that <laughs> got your little your little sd card yeah it's a, just a file it's still here speaking about sd cards i didn't really introduce you joe i've known joe for like nine years i don't know five plus years seven plus years i've known him for quite a while he's like 10 okay he's pretty much like my younger brother um one thing about joe 
that people should probably know is he's um, an amazing artist. And when I say artist, I mean, he's very, very creative. He is uh, a singer, songwriter, musician. You have some stuff on Spotify. Um, he's also uh, a filmmaker and a photographer, but specializes in filmmaking. And Correct. for the record, yes, I would eat the human-sized bean. No, no, bean-sized human, bean-sized human. I would eat the guy, beans. whichever okay. one is the guy. Okay. That's another well, thing that they should know about me. Okay, we had like a little bit of camera problems, but we're back. I don't remember what we're talking about, but... But I have another uh, hypothetical for you. You have another... God. Okay, what's this, what's this second hypothetical? Because... If you're stranded on a desert island mm-hmm. with five orphans... Your mom and your dad. Who are you so eating there's a total first? Of, there's a total of eight people. I am eating no one. I will <laughs> die. I will die first. I will die first. They're going to eat you. They can eat me. But I will die first. <laughs> Sierra. Sierra. You're eating. Okay, okay. We'll take your parents out of it. I'm not eating orphans. An orphan? An old lady? And a politician. <laughs> the politician. Neither. None. No. 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 I will die first. Okay. Okay. That is my final answer. Okay. I will be dead. You're on an island with those people. You don't yeah. have to eat any of them, but one of them has a pack of human jerky. No. No. <laughs> no. I refuse. I. I am not a cannibal man. No. Okay, no, okay, okay. What were, what were we talking about? I'm eating everybody. What are we talking about? Where uh, were we? I, I don't remember. I think I was talking about your what you do. Oh yeah, I do music and, and video, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So let's let's talk about since we're, we're this is this podcast is all about having conversations. Like I also want to have people on here to like debate different things, but all you know, all respectful. Like I like to yes understand why people do what they do and i love to hear people's hearts behind the things that they do you oh, know whether i agree or not you know no like whether I, whether I agree with things or not like whether it's yeah. it's it's beliefs you know christianity versus buddhism like i'm a i'm a christian but like somebody might be a buddhist buddhist and you know want to share why they believe in buddhism you know and i want to hear you know it's not that it's going to change my opinion of what I believe, but I, I like to hear, you know, and be friends with people of different belief systems. Of different beliefs. Yes, yes. But speaking about things that people do recently, I was going to say, I was going to say earlier this year, but we are in 2024 now. You went to LA for like yes. three weeks or four weeks? A month. Yeah. 30 for a days. month to become homeless to and i think if i got this correctly from when you were telling me about it to like experience what the homeless people experience on the street yeah Yeah. so let's talk about that yeah i i really wanted to avoid from the jump um doing this month like we went the premise essentially was we going with no money to la we're going to live on the streets for a month but i wanted to do my best to avoid like it being like a homelessness simulator sort of yeah. thing. Cause that feels kind of disrespectful or whatever. Yeah. And then about two days in, that's exactly what it turned into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we, 
Uh, I went with two friends, and one of them left after a week. One of them left uh, like twenty days in. Um, and yeah, we just so then you were so then the you street. were there for the last week by yourself. Yeah, like ten days. Oh, which which is where it got weird okay. because while like while we were there as a group, mm-hmm. people treated us like a group like we had friends like clearly i guess our public perception was not that we were homeless okay and and people treated us normal but as soon as i was there alone the way that people treated me and acted around me was so so weird oh my god as soon as i clearly looked homeless well to start out we we flew to la we got a storage unit to put like camera gear and stuff in Okay, and yeah. Then, let, hold up, let me let me stop you right yeah. there. So you you brought camera gear and audio equipment along because you wanted to like record it and potentially in the future um, make a documentary about yeah. your time, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the the idea was kind of to live on the streets, see what we could do with no money, figure out like different ways of making money, and like interview people that lived on the streets, like kind of get to know some people. Um, the first day we started off, you know, we had ideas for like fun ways to make money, you know, flipping water bottles on the street and, you know, doing random bets with people, busking, like we played guitar on the street and stuff like that. You took your guitars? Uh, one of, like one of the guys that I was with had his guitar. Okay. And we quickly realized that it was way, way harder to make money than we expected it was going to be. So we made like five bucks one day. Wow. And we're like, shit, like this is, this is going to be way more challenging. And the next day I did some like street photography for people a little bit. I scammed people out of money playing rock, paper, scissors. I would be like, Hey, (laughs) Hey, want to play rock, paper, scissors for $5? And if they said, yeah, and I won, then I take their money. And then I just ran if I didn't, because I didn't have any money to give. And I didn't feel too good about doing that. Okay, I was so, gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So we kind of switched up our approach and we hitchhiked down to San Diego. Okay. Which was kind of cool, but I don't know. It it was so hard to make money that we switched up the whole approach that we had to the entire month at that point, and we're just kind of you know camping in the woods on random beaches and stuff, and. Yeah, it was a very, very weird experience. I've never been I've never been in a position where I had essentially no option for food. Wow. And obviously like I could have just whipped out a credit card or whatever. But you know, based on the premise that we set out with, I couldn't yeah. just do that. So I don't know. It was it was a very, very eye opening experience. Wow. But the biggest part like the biggest um, eye opener for me was once both of my friends left yeah, and I was there for the last 10 days, I hadn't really showered all month. Like I'd jump in the ocean and, and wash. Like I, but I looked, I looked uh, rough. Yeah, I do. You, you did. I did see a photo and you're, you did look home. <laughs> you did look like someone I, who didn't have a home. Yeah. And uh, hadn't but showered After in a while. that point, it was so obvious that the people I was interacting with when I'm clearly alone and clearly I look rough, the way that people treated me after that point 
was like I was not there, like I did not exist. It was night and day difference. And wow. experiencing that, just like the disdain that every single human I interacted with had for me really put a lot of things into perspective of, I don't know, you kind of look at like a, the public perception of homeless people is mm -hmm. a lot of them are kind of crazy on drugs, whatever. After that experience, my question is like, which comes first? I can see how your mind starts to break eventually if everybody is treating you like you do not exist and you're mm. not human every single day. I I felt it starting and I knew I I knew it was going to end. Like I knew I had you know 15 days left or whatever. Yeah. But just being treated subhuman it it messes with you. And the amount of people that I talked to that were on the streets that tried to like like they were clearly trying to pretend that they weren't so that they would be treated mm. differently. That broke my heart. That That is so sad. Like I'm almost, you can't see, but my eyes are like teary. That is so sad. It okay. really, it really was. And I would catch, like, I had an out. Like I had yeah. an out. I had a definite time that I was going to leave. And I had yeah. an out also where I could just put a camera around my neck and then people would treat me different. If I clearly had a camera, doesn't matter how I looked. Like I had a camera, I can, you know, I'm not homeless, obviously. Yeah. But the moment I didn't have a camera with me or didn't present as rough as I, as I looked, people acted like I wasn't there. I, I slept on Venice Beach for most of the time. And like after, after my friends I've been left. there. And that's where, that's where all the, the homeless people hang out. Okay. Or a, a lot of homeless people hang out. Okay. And the way that, like, the, there was one night, well, there was one night a homeless guy tried to cuddle me in my sleep. No. And I was just like, yo, the fuck out of here. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But um, the way that people that were just walking the beach treated me, like, there was a night somebody just came up and started taking pictures of me with flash on just while I'm laying there. And. Obviously, I just like flipped them off and and rolled over. There was there was another couple that they just walked down the beach. Yeah. I don't know if this is PG or not. They walked down the beach. They look around. They're like, "Oh, nobody's here." They clearly saw me. Like the dude looked at me, says, "Oh, nobody's here," and they just start having sex right on the beach, like twenty feet away from me. It just, I don't know. It was so dehumanizing, like. Having somebody look at you and be like, nah, nobody's here. We're good. That's, that is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, no so, wonder. I mean, continue. Well, so I just understand how, yeah. how a lot of people in those situations end up crazy. Like, I hate to use yeah, that term. No, no. Because I, I was going to say, no wonder so many of them struggle with their mental health because yes, that's a better way of putting it. That is that that is literally crazy. So my thought, like, I have a question. So yeah, because there are so many there are so many people who are who who say they're Christians, right, and they want to do like good things. Did you have like in the entire month that you were there? Did you have like any Christian or anybody come up to you and like? 
no. just treat you like a human. No. I I also to be fair, to be fair, I did stay away from like I wasn't going to go to a homeless shelter or anything like that yeah. and take yeah, yeah. like like people who were actually trying to help. I wasn't going to yeah. take their resources, you know, I wasn't yeah. No, no, I, 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 I and I understand that. Yeah. But no. I, I, but like no one. No. There was there was like some people, but not like from that perspective, no. There was there was a random wow. uh, there was a random dude that invited me to a clown party at a gay bar. He was cool. Okay, first of all, I I don't <laughs> like clowns and sec oh wow. Second of all, wow, I have nothing for that. But that that's he was friendly. He but was, you know he what? Was awesome. You know what? I actually that I would have I that makes sense to me. Like I understand that. Like if out of anyone who would invite you or be friendly to you, it was someone of the LGBTQ plus community. Shout outs to my LGQHGTVs. I don't yeah. know what you just said there, but that, those <laughs> were not it. But like, no, I understand that. And that's honestly, that's heartbreaking for me to hear as someone who, you know, is a Christian, right? And uh, that's just, that's honestly so sad. I, I have a question. So for me, yeah. like every time, so I live in Lancaster City. Um, and if I have cash in my pocket or in my wallet and I'm like driving past a homeless person, like I never, like I, I give them my cash because like, I, to me, it's so sad. I mean, some like some people you could tell, like they might not have a, a limb or something, you know, and they are physically, they're like literally struggling, right? And then yeah. there are some people where you're not quite sure, you know, but like, what would you say from, from that perspective, um, from being homeless for a month intentionally, like to someone like me who is always giving cash to people, because, because like it breaks my heart, right? Yeah. Would you, I'm sometimes I do get food, like food. I, I hate, I hate the, um, the thing that people say where it's like, oh, I'm not going to give cash because they're going to spend it on drugs or whatever. Yeah. I hate that so much because how far is $5 going towards getting meth? Not very. It, not really, but it could buy you a sandwich at McDonald's for three or four days. Yeah. And there was a day that we almost cried over realizing we had 83 more cents than we thought we did. Because that let us get food that day off the dollar menu at McDonald's. I think we bought rice and beans with it or something. But the value of a dollar in that situation is literally food and water for the day. Wow. And I think a lot of times people are scared of or or they say they don't want to give cash to people because oh they'll spend it on the wrong thing or whatever. Yeah. And that ends up being a justification not to help. Exactly. That's kind of that's kind of like what I always thought. Um I mean and then you hear stories of people who scam people, right? And like they're wealthy people, they go out to the streets and dress as homeless, right? You hear those stories and, and yeah, that might have happened a few times, you know, in the last twenty years. I don't know. But the majority of people on the streets are there because they don't have any other place to be. Yeah, and there's there's people who only date people so they can steal their money and poison them. Like that happens, yes. but that doesn't mean you shouldn't date. Like <laughs> you know what it's I giving mean? it's giving criminal minds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I just I never felt 
Like I've been broke before, but I've never been in a position where a dollar, like a singular dollar meant that much. Yeah. Staying hydrated was shockingly mm. hard. Um, in LA, especially like, I don't know. It was, it was very, very hard to, to stay hydrated with nowhere to get water. Wow. And I think because water, why is water so freaking expensive? Well, even just public water. Why is there not public water? Why? Well, the reason I said, why is it so expensive is because there isn't public water. Exactly. Like basically not an option, which is ridiculous because like, it's free, you know, living here in Lancaster, like living here in Lancaster city, I literally pay for, um, the rainwater. Like whenever it rains, like we pay for that should the be rainwater, right? <laughs> and that I'm is like, insane. I'm like, how? Like, okay, whatever. You know, I pay my bills, whatever. But then there is no free water anywhere. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. Which is insane. That should not be. That should not be something that we as a society just accept. And no. it's that that was that was honestly the biggest um, surprise. Wow. With with that whole month was how hard it was to stay hydrated, because there was occasionally like a, a water fountain somewhere that half the time worked, half the time didn't. Okay, but it's definitely not sanitary. Yeah, at all. Which obviously you have to suck that up and just, you know, do what you got to do. Drink it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But also public bathrooms. Finding yeah in LA it was just very hard to find bathroom. Like everything had a code. You had to buy something at the store to even use the bathroom, anything like that. And it seemed very intentional that they're pricing people who can't afford it out of basic necessities. Like wow. water, utilities, bathroom, etc. I don't I don't know. It when there's a problem like that, you can't just make it go away by making those people's lives more miserable. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be the approach. Which is like, oh, make it make the park bench inconvenient for them to sleep on. You know, put guardrails in the middle so nobody can sleep on it. Where are they going to sleep? They're going to go somewhere. Like, yeah, we have to. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of yeah. rambling. But there's no, but like no, but like how 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 did, did that affect you in the aspect of now? You know, you you live in Florida. You bought a house with a friend. Um, so now, like when you go about your day to day life like and you see someone on I don't know do you see anybody like where you live in Florida specifically are there like a lot of homeless people I had, really? I had an interesting I had an interesting uh situation like that the other night it was New Year's Eve mm -hmm. and I was I was out shooting promo for that club yeah and there was there was this homeless guy that came up and asked me for some help and there was also a street preacher screaming at everybody in the line. Oh, okay. And the homeless guy asked me for some help. I was like, yeah, I can grab you a sandwich. I don't have cash right now. Maybe these guys do. Point yeah. him to those guys. And they start screaming at me and the homeless guy. Which then ended up with me in like a half hour long argument with them. And I felt really bad for dragging the homeless guy into that situation. Like He did not yeah. deserve that. I later left and, and got him some food and stuff. But... They were refusing to help a person who clearly needed help and screaming at people who they thought needed their help who didn't necessarily. 
I don't know. I don't know how that necessarily applies, but I mean, you're asking like how I react to seeing people in need now. It's very, very hard for me not to help them out in some way. Yeah. And it really, really breaks my heart to see people who are claiming to have answers and claiming to like know the right way to live life that refuse to help people who clearly need their help. And and that's, that's okay. I would say this is my perspective because like that isn't these, these preachers on the street corners preaching whatever it is they preach, but then refusing to actually help physically. Like that's literally not a Christian. Mm-hmm. That's not how Christians, mm-hmm. that's not the lifestyle of a Christian, right? Or it shouldn't be. It's not how Jesus would have treated them. Right. And so I look at people like that and I'm like, I can understand why people want nothing to do with religion or with Christianity or with, you know, anything like that, because like so many people have just display a very false um, view of what it looks like to actually be a Christian. Does that make sense? I I know Christians that, I, I'm not religious myself yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I know plenty of Christians that are incredible people. Mm-hmm. And I know a, even more that are that type hypocritical. Like, and I know that the people with good intentions, let me figure out how to phrase this because mm-hmm. like, I don't, Good intentions does not justify lack of action. Yeah. And intentions don't matter if the results are bad or negative or even just don't line up with what your intentions are. I think that it is disgusting and incredibly wrong and hypocritical to essentially tell other people how to live their life and then refuse to help people yeah. that are in need. I, I think yeah. those two cannot go hand in hand. And no. if you're talking about love and caring and compassion, which is the whole message of Christianity uh-huh. and you're not compassionate or loving or caring, and you're claiming that yelling at people on the street is love, then you are a horrendous, horrible, despicable person. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stand, no, I'll stand I hear by you. that. I hear you. No, like totally. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. And it, it's so frustrating for me as someone who is, you know, right. like religious. Well, I'm not like religious, right? right. I, I have a relationship with Jesus. And like, and I know that you would totally call me out because like we're that type of friends. Like if you would see that in me, like you would tell me. No, Sierra, you are incredibly compassionate and you live up to what you say. Like, you you. are one of the people that I know that will go out and you will help people. And you Mm -hmm. have a very genuine heart. You're not who I'm talking about here. Yeah, I know. I know. But it it frustrates me. Like, Mm -hmm. those people, like, frustrate me so much because, like, I mean, I can't change them. And I'm not, I'm not. Like, I never want to change anyone and I'm not going to ever try to change you. Like, you know, but I still, 
value our friendship because we have like a we have a great friendship we've had it for like so many years and even though we believe two different things or or do life differently doesn't mean that we can't have a friendship and that's where a lot of people um christians will say oh if that person is not like a christian or doesn't believe the way i believe that i'm not going to hang out with them i'm not going to help them i'm not going to do these things and i'm just like then how like what like then, it doesn't... then how are how are you going to reach anybody if that's if that's yeah. your goal is to reach anybody how are you going to yeah. do that by not associating with them yeah or by speaking... condemning them right off the bat speaking speaking about this topic you know kate vandy Katie Fandy, whatever. Okay, well, she was like a, okay, her music, like, she's goth, right? She was like, Mm -hmm. she's goth, and um, her music was, like, always dark and whatever. But she got got saved, um, and and she, like, everybody, like, now all the Christians, all these Christians are saying, because she said in a podcast that she's not, she's not going to change the way she um, dresses, right? Like she likes wearing black and like, I think she looks great in the outfits that she wears. I would never mm-hmm. wear it because I can't, I can't, I like can't pull off what she wears. Right. I'm looking, and I'm she, looking her up real quick. Okay, look so her I have up right visual. now. Right. But, and she's like, I, she's like, I am. Oh, a new... I've seen her on Theo Vaughn's podcast. Yeah. Anyway, like I love her so much because she's like, I can't, she's like, I'm new at this. And I'm not going to go out and like share my faith like all the time, like an evangelist, because that's not, I don't have that gifting, but like, I, I know what I believe now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are Christians who are, and she will share like her testimony in different podcasts. Right. But there are so many Christians who like, are like saying these horrible things about her and like condemning her for not like becoming an evangelist and sharing her faith and still wearing black, you know, all these things. And I'm like, first of all, you guys are all in the comments and none of you actually share your faith in public. So, mm-hmm. so hypocritical. And don't I'm like, cry this, about it. this just like is so frustrating. I don't, I don't think anyone has the right to, and honestly, I'm not religious, but Jesus was right about this one thing, about a lot of things, but he was right about the fact that nobody has the right to throw stones unless they are perfect. Yeah. And I think yeah, yeah. so many feel so many people feel like they are doing something by throwing stones or telling people how to live their life or yeah. accusing people of being hypocritical and then they think they did their job for the day. I don't... It's like no, you it's... you do something. It's honestly like Sometimes I just like read comments and I laugh because it's like so stupid, but the reality of the, of the matter is like, it's the most sad thing to me Yeah. because like, yeah. it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, moving on, moving on. Uh, what are your, what are your goals for this year? Yeah. And my, you kind of my goal with growing business was less like trying immediately to book things and more to build yeah. a network of people that network of people. Yeah. Because uh, obviously, like that's the way to to book a wedding or a shoot or anything is somebody knows somebody. That's the yeah, that's Word the easiest way to do it rather than just advertising everywhere. So my goal for twenty twenty four is to continue, you know, expanding that network and build a business out of filmmaking and stuff. And my second goal out of twenty twenty four 
is to meet this insane guy in Denver, Colorado named Daniel Larson. <gasps> oh, I see him all over TikTok. Like, I see his stuff and it's like so sad, but like, I have he's to so well-spoken. Dude, I love him. <laughs> and then you like hear his story about when he was a kid to versus where he is now. I'm just like, man, if you meet him, you need to take a photo. Like, cause... Dude, I want to do a whole photo shoot with this guy, a whole makeover. Oh, yeah. That would be do so it. much fun. Do it. He would, he would, I'm sure that would totally make his day. Bro, it's easy to make that guy's day. I think so. He's like such a simple person. Like, if, I mean, he had his weird things with Grace Vanderwall, but like... <laughs> I just show up dressed like Grace Vanderbilt. And but I feel like goes. he loves connection. Like he yeah. loves like yeah. conversations and stuff. And like he'd be an interesting person to have on the podcast. Look, just Daniel to... Larson is I, – I don't care about celebrity. Yeah. I don't care about people that are famous. But Daniel yeah. Larson is the only person in the world that I would go out of my way to meet. Yeah, that guy is insane, and I love uh, him. <laughs> he is one of the a best way possible. Yeah, and if anybody watching this does not know about Daniel Larson, please, please TikTok, go to TikTok, or the subreddit for Daniel Larson. Oh, there you go. Yes, he he should be president someday. I mean, he he was running. He was running I mean, in twenty twenty. Pretty sure, <laughs> I would cast my kid, uh, you know, ballot for. Dude, Some I'll write him in him. this year. You'll write him in. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah. So that's but that's my only real goal for 2024. Meet Daniel Larson. Is to meet Daniel Larson. Number two. Yep. Well, I mean, what was the, the first one? Okay. Well, but it's- The it's, first it's, one's boring. Grow business, whatever. Meet Daniel Larson is more important. That is, that is fun. And it's honestly, that's doable for you. That's oh, doable. Thanks. Those thanks. are the, like, because <laughs> you said Denver, Colorado. Yeah. Well, Marcus is in Denver, so next time you go to that's, visit Marcus. That's true. I just got to track down this homeless guy. You and Marcus together. Yeah, yeah. That'd that's, be awesome. that's so funny. What are your goals for, for 2020. the year? I, do you know what? I don't actually have goals Sierra, this year. No, my goal, my what I'm planning on doing is to continue doing what I'm doing, right? Like business-wise. Right. Um, book weddings and... Okay, I do. Okay. If I would have a goal, it would be I want to do more film production for like commercial stuff, right? Different businesses. Um, because even though I love wedding videography, it's, it's, it's a lot of I pressure. Do, yeah, it is actually. But I, I want to expand and do a lot more because I know that I can. And I want to like always grow in creativity. Right. You know, and so in whatever way that looks like. So, yeah, I want to um, maybe book different things video wise. Um, maybe travel, travel a little bit more. I didn't really travel last year, but uh, that's probably it. I don't like to set. It's so easy to set standards and goals that are like so high. The bar is so high that it, right. it's unattainable. And then you get halfway through the year and you're like, oh shoot, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make it. And then you just don't even try. But if you just like have one small one and then you actually reach that goal. It's, right. You know? Something, something I've had to realize is that I have so many ideas and so many yeah. like 
big big ideas and lofty goals and shit. And I start those ideas from step two. And when step okay. one, like when I when I start doing step one, like the the menial boring shit that requ- that is required to get to step two, yeah, it takes longer than I expected, and then I lose all interest in like you know the end goal. Yeah. And something I've had to learn is just to start step one and worry about the big goals and like the, the big aspirations Yeah. after step one is already rolling. And that's such a simple concept, but damn, it's so hard. I know because I feel like, but everyone does that. Everyone yeah. does that. Yeah. So yeah, my, my goal is just slowly progress, like maybe, okay, maybe make a little bit more money than I did last year. You know, you can always, we always like bigger profits, yeah, but like, yeah, it's not about that. It's about the experience and like the creativity, like right. learning new things. Yeah. And, and getting good at a lot of things and having more experience invariably leads to more money. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're approaching it right, it just does. Yeah. Like the more people you meet, the more experiences you have, the more opportunities yeah. you have to, you know, do business with people that you met or or whatever yeah but, but yeah yeah super cool well it was so fun catching up with you absolutely um, and uh hearing about your experience in la in san diego yeah homelessness um and hearing your heart and like all all of that like it was it was great and i really really um enjoyed the conversation yeah and let's do it again sometime yeah, 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 yes. Maybe we'll next time we'll talk about music. Oh, yeah. speaking of music, you know, I was about ready to close this out, but um, a couple months ago, Bev was like, Hey, Bev, by the way, is my younger sister who uh lives in Ohio. For those of you who don't know, she's like, Hey, see, I remember the, the music video we made that Josiah recorded. Remember, uh, in, at, we recorded it, or the music video was made at, at Grace and Truth. Like we recorded it up in the in the little um, studio up top. Why don't I remember this? It was a, it was a long time ago. I don't remember the song that. Was, I think the song was "The Unmaking" by. I don't remember. It was like. Is it, it online was, somewhere? Well, okay. Well, it was on YouTube. Uh, but then I hid, I hid it, and I can only do oh, it. Uh, yeah, because it was, it was so ten years bad. ago. Yeah. No, it could have been worse. <laughs> it could have been worse. No, but it was, it was like I was watching it the other day, and I'm like, oh my goodness, look at this video work, you know? Because you like filmed it. Um, it was very simple, and you know, music videos ten years please, ago were not. Please send me that. I, I'll have to please find send it. Me that. I'll find I'll it, it and I'll send you. Terrible. It's a, <laughs> a little bit, but this was before we even like were into videography, you know? Yeah, yeah. The way we Dude, are I now. Found, I found an old lip sync video that I did with a friend of mine years ago. We lip had sync. like a lip sync battle. We had a lip yeah. sync battle and I went all out editing this shit. And I'm like 15 or 16 when yeah. I filmed it or whatever. It is the most dog shit awful thing I've seen in my entire life. But okay, you, you have to send but me that. I can see. I will. I will. I will. Um, but I can see that back then I was still interested in the same things. Yeah. I can see like the the little inklings of oh I almost knew what I was doing. 
Yeah. I didn't at all, but I almost yeah. knew what I was doing. Yeah. No, I love, <laughs> see, and I love like watching things back then, even just like, because, you know, back then I was like into music and I thought, oh, maybe because, you know, I used to write songs and yeah. I wasn't like a great, you know, musician, not like you or Marcus, you know, I compare myself to you guys, but I was, I was mediocre at best and, you know, good enough. Like I played in church and, you know, different places. Right. Um, but I look at, I look at like the, like the growth in, well, okay. I don't do music, but like video things, you know, the growth in like video from like 10 years ago to now. And right. It's, it's, um, it's very encouraging to find old stuff like that. Yeah. And realize that, okay, maybe I, maybe I have improved a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think I'm a master see, at anything. I think I'm figuring everything out. Well, I always go back like at least once a year and watch the very first video, like wedding film that we recorded. Yeah. Which that one was filmed? that? That was, Which uh, was that? Jen. Jen McFarlane, Jen, oh, and, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Smoker now, um, Austin, like she, they love their wedding film, but I watch it and I'm like, oh, so cringe. Like I should have done this or I should have done that. And you know, you're still learning how to color grade and, um, all the things and setting like camera settings. I think honestly, like I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, Jen is going to watch this, but like, um, I'm pretty sure our cameras were set on 24 frames per second, <laughs> you know, and then I slowed a clip down. Dude, yeah. she's like walking across. <laughs> she's like, you know, so glitchy. Like I watch it. I'm like, oh no, I wish I could redo that so bad. But like, I didn't yeah. understand everything. Like, I, I mean, I understood right. settings and stuff, but like not to the extent and that... I do the only today. way to get good at stuff is to do it. To do it, yeah. yeah. I, I think the only way to become experienced is to have experience. Wow, hot take, yeah. I know. But like, you can judge yourself for those old things and be like, oh my god, it was so cringe. But that's the only way to learn Exactly, anything. exactly. And so, like, th like I said, like, I go back and I watch it, like, once a year because that's all I can handle. But <laughs> it's like... It like takes you back to the beginning, right? And it keeps you. Right. And then if you like create something, and everybody's like, "Oh, this is like the like amazing, like you know, one of the best things you've created." Right. And there are some wedding films. There are like some different things that I, I I'm like, "Oh my goodness, like I am I am good," you know. Mm -hmm. But I have to. I I like to stay humble. I need to go back and watch those beginnings because no, I I shot my first solo wedding earlier this year and that was, okay. that was Amelia's wedding. Yeah. And I'm genuinely proud of the video, the way it turned out. Yeah. I saw, but I saw like the highlight. The color grade was <laughs> The color grade was yeah. bad. Yeah. I did not like the color grade in hindsight, but enough of my mom's friends saw it and cried that I'm like, okay, it was it's yeah. good enough. You know, See, it's, it's the emotion. Like you evoke emotion through what you create that the color grade People are gonna notice the color grade when you when you create the the film, right? I, I mean, people the, the people things. like unlike us, you know. Right, nerds will notice the technical shit. Yeah, but as long as you can evoke emotion, that's what storytelling is. And yeah. every art form is storytelling at its core. Yeah. you know, whether yeah. it's filmmaking or music or anything, you have to tell a story. 
and becoming good at storytelling, I think, is all that it takes to invoke emotion. Yeah. And yeah. quality is not, you know, the technical, the technical aspects are secondary almost. Yeah. Yes. But, anyway. Okay, now I am going to close this out. Um, again, thank you for joining me on the first ever episode of Sarah Chat's podcast. Um, finally getting it started. Okay, and I would say if I have another, if I would have a goal would be to like, like I want, I want to, I really want to have this podcast be like full of conversations with like so many different people that I know and that I don't know, yeah. you know? And just be like a fun, a fun, a fun place to like connect and become better friends with people, you know? Yeah. Um, so that, that would be the goal for this podcast because this podcast obviously is my 2024, the new thing that I'm doing in 2024. Um, so yeah. Anyway, again, thank you. I hope you have a really great rest of your day doing you too. whatever it is you do. And maybe reconsider the human-sized bean thing. Never. I will never reconsider that at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> I can't because it, it just gives Jeffrey Dahmer, and I can't. Can't do it. Okay, fine. Fine. Yeah. Agree to disagree. Okay. Yes. It's <laughs> good. All right. Well, hey, good talking to you. Good talking to you. Peace. Peace. Bye.